Good morning, and welcome to episode 15 of the Sounds of Stonebridge podcast. I'm, of course, your host, Neil Schwartz. And just as a reminder, we have been here the whole time since this coronavirus started. Um, here with my co-host, Gene Frankel. Gene, how are you today? Good morning. Doing great, thanks. Doing some home workouts and raring to go. And, and of course, our uh, other co-host who's been here pretty much since the very beginning of time, Donnie Gould. Donnie, how are you? Well, I was good until you interrupted my watching of Bruce Almighty, but I'll do this. I'll do this. Donnie, I think you have been here since the beginning of time, right? Yes. I'm older than all of you put together, believe me. <laughs> and we're also joined today by Lori Shear. Lori is one of the most active real estate agents down in this uh, South Florida country club kind of area, Boca del Rey, Boynton. I'm sure I didn't get that all right, but Lori's going to fill us in in a minute. But before I, I do jump to Lori, I want to ask Donnie. Donnie, by any chance, do you, do you have any plans at all to watch the uh, Michael Jordan uh, documentary called The Last Dance on not Netflix? Interested. I really am not interested. I no? am an a I'm an anti-Jordan guy. Wow. Mm. A couple friends of mine watched it, and they uh, started texting me last night. Hey, Neil, did you, did you watch it? Did you watch it? I'm like, not yet. But they all said it was wonderful. So I was just curious how you felt about, yeah. you know, if you played to watch it. Or Mike, Michael is either the best or the second best basketball player ever. But I kind of on LeBron's side. Really? Yeah, I think LeBron overall is probably, uh, his stats are better by a tiny bit. One day I'm going to tell my discussion that I had. Uh, I was at a conference I had. I got into a, uh, not a argument by any stretch of the word, but I got into a discussion which, uh, with Coach K of Duke about who was the greatest basketball player ever. And it was actually very funny because, once again, I put myself Grant out Grant Hill. He'll say Grant Hill, right? No. <clears throat> he wouldn't answer the question, but there's actually more of a story that goes along with that. So let's get to our guest, Lori Shear. Lori, I really appreciate you coming on today. Lori, why don't you give us a little bit of uh, your background and, and kind of also a little bit about, you know, I know the Shear team and, and really what you're doing um, in terms of real estate down here. Well, good morning, everybody, and thanks for having me. It's an honor to be able to provide some information in, in an area that I think I know a little bit about. So just a little history about who I am. I've been in real estate for 18 years. Uh, prior to that, I had 20 years as a dental hygienist. So if you need somebody for some dental questions, I could handle that too. I'm pretty good on that area. Awesome. So as far as real estate, I've seen a lot of changes in the 18 years that I've been involved in real estate. I've been through the ups, the downs. Uh, this is a, a new one. We've never had this set of circumstances like we're dealing with now. Uh, as far as what I've experienced in my professional background, uh, I do have a team of five people. Four of us are licensed agents. So we are all studying, learning, and providing a, a level of service to all of our current clients, future clients, and uh, past clients. One of the things that we really strive on doing is providing a level of service which exceeds their expectations. Mm -hmm. And we're figuring out different ways right now to accomplish that. So, Lori, tell, tell us a little bit about what the market was like kind of right before the crisis and how your team is adapting to what's going on now. So it's a great question, and I get asked this all the time. Um, real estate is a very specific and local 
industry. So what happens in Stonebridge is not the same thing that happens in a different community. Hmm. So I'm going to speak more globally about what's been going on in the real estate industry, more in the Palm Beach County area. That's my area of expertise. We've noticed that the days on market that homes take to sell has been increasing prior to this happening. This is all prior pandemic we're talking. So the days on market previously across the board, and again, this is not necessarily Stonebridge, this is in general, we're increasing from a 45 day period upwards of 60, 70, 80, and 90 days. So we were noticing a shift in the market going back the past six to 12 months. Um, what we also see is pricing starting to decline, again, prior pandemic. So we've noticed, and we do a lot of evaluating and researching of the market, the average price per square foot in, in, in each of the individual communities that we monitor has been on a decline, not an increase. The only area that we see an increase is in new construction. Uh, the new building that's going on right now is the highest point that it's been in since I've ever seen it. And, wow. And that, we can't compete with that. We're really looking at resales, not new construction, when I talk about what's happening in the marketplace. Got it. Well, I'd like to ask Lori about what happens now, uh, what happens maybe after this is over. So I, it's a perfect question to ask, and I ask Thank you. Also. Neil gave it to me to ask. <laughs> I had, couldn't figure it out myself. You had a good setup. <laughs> so I wish I had the crystal ball. That would be the same thing as asking a stockbroker what's going to happen with the market. We can only guess based on the evidence that we see in front of us. Knowing that we were in a declining value market, it's probably going to continue to decline to a certain extent. I know that we've lost a good portion of the buyer pool. And what I mean by that is, and I'm talking across the board on all economic numbers, not just a luxury market, but in general, all, all markets in real estate. There are a lot of people who are planning on purchasing either a first home or updating, upgrading their next home, who now are looking at financial adjustments. They either are not working right now or their stock portfolios have declined to the point that they don't feel comfortable making that purchase. So we have a market where we've lost a lot of potential buyers. Which Lori, means- I'm mm -hmm. sorry, again. You know, Lori, one of the things that, um, you know, you just mentioned was kind of interesting is about the uh, pool of buyers. You know, and, and I'm, in, I'm on the research side of the marketing business and I provide information. And one of the things that I've noticed about here, and of course I've done some research, is that, you know, er everything really was revolving around the baby boomers moving down, the second wave, excuse me, of baby boomers moving down, buying homes, uh, whether it's new homes, resales and all that. Is that really what you're talking about when you talk about the buyer pool necessarily? It's not necessarily people who are coming from other areas, but people who are in different stages of their life who maybe were thinking, okay, well, now that the kids are out of the house, now it's time for us to decide what home and what type of community we want to live in. And so that change, I, I see it's happening. We, we keep in touch with a lot of people who look on our website and reach out to us with different listings. And what we have found over the past three to six months is they're, going, they're actually saying to us, you know, we've decided not to make that purchase. We're going to stay where we are right now. So I think people are sort of in a wait and see mode. And this was really more instigated from what was happening in the stock market prior to the pandemic. Mm -hmm. So it's a combination of, of um, 
casualties that have happened that we're experiencing. So, so Lori, so in, in this environment now, the listings you have now, and as Donnie says, as we begin to come out of this, I mean, what might the home buying process look like? I know for a long time, there've been virtual 360 tours on the web and I, I enjoy seeing those. You know, will those continue? How do you do virtual open houses? Like, have you all started to think about that? No cookies for those virtual open <laughs> oh, houses. Oh, no cookies. No, no cookies, only the cookies on your computer screen. So we, we've been doing a lot of online marketing for years. It's something that, that we've really been jumping on because we know that a lot of people do a lot of research and prep, preparation of what they want to buy online. So we've always had a really good presentation online. We're upping that now. So mm. we're doing Zoom open houses. Cool. Mm -hmm. Yes, Zoom open houses. And I'm also doing Zoom listing appointments, Zoom and FaceTime listing appointments. But getting back to your question more about the open house and showings and access and things like that. So we, we are in a very changing world right now. Every day we're getting different information. And we hear this on the news with, with what's going on health-wise too. The same thing in our industry. Every day we're getting new advice and new direction. So what may have worked yesterday, we're now changing today. So wow. we are ever evolving to see what can we do to still continue to service our sellers that really do want to sell yeah. and service buyers who really do want to buy. So for about two to three weeks, we actually stopped all activity. Wow. Yeah. But just tell me, what is a Zoom open house? Are, is somebody in the house walking around okay. with a computer walking through it and everyone else is, I mean, what does that actually look like? So okay. we actually have two ways that we're doing open houses. We have several homes that are vacant uh -huh. So there's nobody residing in there. And what we will do is go in and actually do a fresh visual tour, virtual tour, live tour, and that will oh, post, so we'll, we'll post on social media sites or share directly with the buyer. Mm -hmm. So as long as there's nobody inhabiting the home, we will do that. Mm -hmm. um, as far as the virtual open house, what we are working on now is actually setting up a Zoom call like we're doing now and recording the presentation of walking a the uh -huh. visitor who's looking at this through what the visual tour is, what the photos are, information about a community. So we're doing it in multiple different ways. Wow. Lori, I don't want to pin you down to anything, you know, uh, you know, and all that, but, you know, Stonebridge, look, I don't think it's any secret that has had its challenges when it comes to real estate, um, whether it's on pricing or, you know, even, um, you know, just moving houses in, in this community. And I don't want to, again, I don't want you to, you know, I don't want to get, you know, too, too specific, but, you know, where do you think, you know, kind of the whole country club situation is, is headed in terms of desirability and things like that? This is a question that's near and dear to my heart. So my dad was an original owner in Stonebridge. So I know Stonebridge going back 30 plus years. Wow. Um, have my own home in Stonebridge right now. So been involved in Stonebridge a long time and have seen the decline of the desirability of living this type of lifestyle. And unfortunately, I don't think that it's going to have a resurgence based on the facts that we have in front of us, the financial aspect of purchasing this type of home and so being able to financially support this type of lifestyle. I think a lot of people are, uh, if they were on the fence before and could possibly see the value of buying a fabulous home at a fabulous price. I think a lot of people may be on the other side of the fence where they're not going to say, okay, I'm going to do it. 
Um, I, I'm concerned about where that leaves the, the homes in general, long-term in Stonebridge. I wish I had an answer or a solution for it. I know that you know possibly coming up with some creative membership ideas to entice a whole different group of people uh, may help to infuse some, some different um, enthusiasm for people to jump into home ownership there. I, I, just a quick question, Laura. When I think about, about living in Stonebridge right now, um, you know, I mean, I, I, I feel safe behind the gates. Mm -hmm. I mean, I realize that that's probably not going to be enough of a selling point, but I mean, you know, as people spend more time at home, yeah, the financials and the, and the golf course and everything else, but I mean, maybe there's, maybe there's a sense of sort of community and living, you know, in a community, in a, in a, in a community that may help this kind of a market. What do you think? I think that that's always been the, the selling feature of Stonebridge, the, the intimacy and the camaraderie that's been in this community. Uh, whenever I've had an opportunity to give a potential buyer as a tour of the community, the friendliness of people. Oh, hi, hi, are you interested in the community? It's yeah. amazing. And it's almost like you're, they're holding a sign saying, I'm new, come pay attention to me. But it's automatic with yeah. everybody. And the, they just, they gravitate towards that new face and welcome people. And so I think for the, the people who are good candidates to, to be homeowners and members of Stonebridge, they just really have to be brought to it to see it. Mm -hmm. And Laurie, speaking about that intimacy, uh, here's the Don Gould view from the street. Yesterday, not many people walking in that huge wind we have, but everybody is just so friendly. We're keeping our social distancing, or as we call it, physical distancing. Uh, there are no problems. And that camaraderie is seen with everybody smiling and waving to each other and even stopping to talk for a little while. Again, using a lot of feet in between us so that everybody feels safe. This is a wonderful community. And I will say, Laurie and Jean and Neil, this is the greatest thing I ever did moving here, but I owe it all to my wife, Paula. She picked <laughs> it out. I, I want to thank Laurie Shear uh, for coming on the Sounds of Stonebridge today. Uh, Laurie, of course, is the uh, the head of the Shear team or the, what do you call the, uh, the it's the group again, it's the Shear team, it right, Laurie? It is the Shear team, correct, yes. So, you know, if you're looking, buying, selling a home um, right now, uh, rates are also really low. Mm -hmm. So there are some opportunities there. Um, you know, please don't hesitate to uh, reach out. A couple of uh, announcements I like to do, of course. Um, don't forget about Stonebridge to go at 561-886-6708. Again, 561-886-6708. Uh, I had uh, last night, they had... Uh, like a turkey dinner, like it was like Thanksgiving in uh, in April. It was great. Um, don't forget, of course, to listen to us every day, Monday through Friday, on the Stonebridge Facebook forum. Um, you can also access the back episodes there. Tomorrow, we're going to have Mark uh, Silverman on. We're going to be doing a little bit of tech talk tomorrow. So Mark's going to really talk about how we can maximize our signal within our home uh, with this hot wire. Um, our, our signal is great. In fact, I had an interesting situation yesterday. Um, in the middle of a meeting. So, um, you know, last thing I think is that at six o'clock tonight, the uh, Boca Raton Town Council, City Council, is yeah. actually meeting to discuss the resolution about um, lightening some of the uh, restrictions as far as public parks, I think swimming pools might be on that list. Yep. Also, private golf courses, which of course would include 
um, us here at Stonebridge. So I think um, those meetings are public. I think they are um, available and I think you can watch them. I don't know. I do not know the link. I tried to find it early this morning, but unfortunately I did not. So again, if you want to look at it, you know, try to, uh, you know, tune in and all that. Um, everyone, I want to thank everybody again. Lori, thanks for coming on. Thanks for having me. Gene and Donnie, thanks for joining me. And young he K ship show. That's Corinne for goodbye. <laughs> thanks so much. Oh, you know, maybe that's a good idea. Tomorrow, everybody comes up with a foreign language way to say either hello or goodbye. I'd... Well, that's it. Goodbye, oh, and young he K ship show. That's all I got. <laughs> you, didn't all right, every... you didn't say shit show, did you? No, <laughs> ship, ship with a P. Sometimes, okay. feel, sometimes right now it feels like we're in a shit show, but that's another story. <laughs> All right, everyone. Have a great day. Bye, guys. Take care. Bye.